It's my indeed, it is indeed my pleasure uh, to introduce Brother Jeff Arthur, pastor of the Elizabeth Baptist Church in beautiful downtown Bancroft. Good to be back with you this evening. We've got another good crowd on hand. We're thankful uh, for you to come out. And I pray the Lord will bless you mightily this evening. Uh, we prayed and we got prepared. And now we need the unction of the Spirit of living God. Amen. That's what it takes. And that's what I'm, I'm looking forward to. I brought my buddy with me tonight, Neil, Neil Castro. That's what his, uh, his name is. And... Uh, he's been my buddy as long as I can remember, I guess. And uh, I remember back in, in the early parts of high school, I was a who. I got in trouble all the time. I almost got kicked out of school for the rest of the year. All those kinds of things. I was in. I was a mess. I was an absolute mess. I was. And what ended up happening is uh, the Lord saved me. That's what happened is, is the Lord saved me. And uh, what, it did, what it did to me is uh, I was scared to death of falling back. I'm serious. I was just scared to death of falling back. So I knew I couldn't run with the crowd I run with before. Y'all got me? I knew I couldn't. So what did I do? I, I got me one good friend. <laughs> and that was Neil Casto back there. He was, and I've been with him all this time. We've been together all this time together. We've been buddies that that long of the amount of years. So I'm thankful. I'm thankful for him. And that's a wonderful thing. Isn't it? It's a wonderful thing. One good buddy is better than ten bad ones. And those bad ones you don't need to have around you anyway. <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna try to. Wind this up to see. Now, I've had a ball this week. I've had a ball this week. And I hope that uh, you have too. And I hope the Lord has blessed you. Yeah. One of the reasons, of course, why you have revival is to revive yourself a bit. Of course, we always look for people to be saved. And we're interested in that that too. But uh, we've had a good week, I think. We've had a good week, I think. And I'm happy for it. Uh, our theme... Is who we are in Christ. And I'll give you five different points uh, each week. And I'll go ahead and give you the points at the beginning because I usually mess them up anyway. So, uh, number one, we are chosen. That'll be the first point we look at. Number two, we are redeemed. We are redeemed. Number three, uh, we have imputed righteousness. That's number three. Uh, number four, we are accepted. And then number five, we are heirs. So that will be the five points uh, that we that we look at the, the seat. Okay? Let's go ahead and look at the first one here. I love Ephesians. When I was looking at Ephesians, I said, boy, I hope I can, you know, I could... I can stay there all day. I love, I love the first chapter of the book of Ephesians. I love it. That's my favorite text, and I love to read through it, but I'm going to try to stay the task this evening. Uh, here in Ephesians chapter 1, it talks about spiritual blessings. And the blood of the Lord has given us a pretty tremendous spiritual blessing, has He not? 
Galatians chapter 1, it says in, in verse 3, Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Amen. <laughs> in heavenly places in Christ. What a wonderful blessing that is. Spiritual blessings. Now I want you to understand, these spiritual blessings are priceless. You can't put a price tag on these things. That's why I like to always say, the rich people in the world are those who know Christ. And those who have these blessings. People can have all kinds of money, but if they don't have these spiritual blessings, they don't got anything that's really going to last. See what I mean? So these spiritual blessings is a wonderful thing to love the preacher on them too. So he's blessed us with all spiritual blessings uh, in in heavenly places in Christ. Now let's look at the first one. It said, according as he, according as he hath chosen us. In him. He hath chosen us. When? In Him. He had chosen us in Him. And when did He choose us? And he did that before the foundation of the world. Now, beloved, that's just true. And that's just plain Bible. And I like it. Man, it takes man completely out of the picture when you really believe it. It takes man out of the picture. I'm saved because God, in His grace and love, Set his affection and love upon an old hellbound sinner like Jeff Arthur. Yes, sir. And he saved my soul, and I've never got over it. I don't, I've never got over it. I think it's the most wonderful thing in the world. So he, it says he chose us in him. And in, in him is in Christ. He chose us in Christ. When did he do it? Before the foundation of the world. Before He ever said, let there be light. Yes, sir. Before He ever said, let there be light. He said, His affection and love upon you. Amen. That's what He did. Now, I didn't deserve a bit of that, but that's what He did. Yeah. That's what He did for me. And if you're here tonight and born again, that's what He did for you. Amen. We, we did we didn't deserve this choosing. We didn't earn this choosing. It wasn't brought about by us. It was God. So He chose us in Him and he, he determined to do it before the foundation of the world, before He ever sent light, all of these things. And that's a wonderful thing to know. It's a glorious thing to know. There's no reason to... People, a lot of times, I've seen them do it before. They'll start and I read the text and, and then they want to apologize for the text. Let me tell you something. Right. You don't have to apologize for the text. The Lord's got it in there. Amen. Nothing to be ashamed of. Right. We wouldn't be saved if it wasn't for that. Right. If He didn't choose you in Him, you'd still be in your sin. Right. You would have no, you wouldn't have nothing to look forward to, but nothing but hell. But I want to tell you something, brother. He chose us in him and he determined to do it before the world ever. Amen. Right. Y'all, 
y'all, uh, I, I believe this too. Uh, I believe that He's always loved me. I believe He always loved me. I think He loved me before the world ever began. Before He ever said that there'd be light, I think He loved Jeff Arthur. Amen. Well, I, I like it. He loved me. He chose me. And the difference that the Lord made in me was all Him. The difference that was made in me was all Him. So He chose us before the foundation of the world that we should be holy. God's people should be holy people. I get sick of professing Christians. I get sick of professing Christians living like heathens. Oh, makes me mad. Makes me mad. I, 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 I don't guess it's wrong to get mad over it. I don't guess. Don't let's do something wrong, but makes me mad. I think professing Christians should serve the Lord. Amen. I think they should. But many of them don't. So He's chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy. We're to be a holy people. Yes, sir. We're to conduct ourselves with holiness, yes, righteousness, Amen. and godliness Amen. in this present world. That's what He teaches in His book. Yes, That's what He teaches in His book. There's one of the reasons why Christianity has fallen all around is the way many people claim to be saved live. They don't live like Christians. They don't act like Christians. They don't talk like Christians. Amen. They don't. Still have the same nasty habits, same nasty lifestyles. There's no change in them. You can look at them, they ain't no different than anybody else is. That's right. So there's no... I mean, the salt sauce to savor is what's happened. Yes, sir. That's right. No evidence whatsoever. And that's a shame. Now, I think there's something wrong with somebody that claims to be saved that there isn't no change. Yeah. Sure. I witnessed to a man here not, not long ago, and he'd been saved since his age, you know, or 10 or whatever. Yeah. And I said, uh, well... I don't know your heart, but I know your life. I know how you live. If you don't mind me saying it, I ain't trying to make you mad. I think you ought to make a new one. Because obviously that old profession you made didn't have a changing effect upon you at all. There's something wrong with you. You have no desire for God's house. You have no desire for God's Word. You live a horrible life. You go to places where you don't belong to. I don't think that's good. There's something wrong there. There's something wrong there. When you've been born again, here's what the Scripture says. Old things pass away. All things become new. Told you first night, are you new? Are you changed? Do you have a taste for spiritual things? You know, 
people not have a taste for spiritual things. Uh, my mom and dad took me to church, but boy, I certainly didn't want to go. What did you have to go to? I had to go. I had to go. But after a while, you know what happened? When the day come when the Lord saved my soul, I didn't have to be made to come to church. Yeah, I wanted to be there. I wanted to hear the Scriptures. I had a hunger. I had a hunger for the Scriptures. I wanted to hear it. I wanted to learn about it. And the Holy Spirit of God touched my heart. It was wonderful. And it was a wonderful thing. Hey, listen to me. I ain't been the same since. I ain't been the same since. So there should be a change. So we are what? We are chosen. Who chose us? God did. God chose us. And He's the one that made the difference in your life. And you're saved because He chose to save you. And that gives all the glory in the world to our God where it is deserved. Amen. Okay? Alright, let's read on to the text. I'm going to go forever if I don't start moving. According to He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world that we should be how? See the word holy? Holy. Holy. That we be holy and without blame before Him in love. Now, verse 5. Having predestinated now, predestinated is a Bible word. I, I get so aggravated over it. Uh, predestination is a Bible word. Amen. It's not a dirty word. What are you going to do with the term predestination? Yeah. He predetermined before the world ever began to save the soul. Right. If he never did that, listen to me, beloved. If he never did that, you would still be in your sins too. Amen. He's the one done. And the reason why I love predestination is it gives all the glory to the one that deserves it, and that's our God. Amen. He predestinated us. Amen. That's why we're saved. Amen. Did you all agree with me? It's the only reason why you're saved? And he determined that. <laughs> he determined that before he ever said, "Let them be light." Great. Oh, grace, grace, grace. Yeah. <laughs> so he predestinated us into the adoption. We've been adopted. Yeah. We've had an adoption. Yeah. We. We've been adopted. Isn't that a wonderful place? Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful place. This week on having predestinated us into the adoption of children by Jesus Christ. <laughs> by Jesus Christ to the praise of His glory and grace wherein He has made us accepted in the what? Beloved. Accepted in the what? Beloved. In the Beloved. And you know what? The only way you can be accepted is to be in the beloved. And how do you get in the beloved? You get in the beloved by trusting Jesus Christ as your Savior. Amen. So He's predestinated us. He's chosen us. To the 
praise of the glory of His grace wherein He's made us accepted in the Beloved. beloved. Yes, sir. Beloved means dearly, dearly loved. I looked it up. (laughs) Dearly loved. You know what the Lord did? He dearly loved you. That's right. Amen. He sure did. Now again, I can't explain to you why He did. But He did. And I know He did. And that's why we're born again. And that's why we're saved. And that's why we're at where we're at. Who did it all? God did it all. And He gets all the glory for it. We don't deserve no glory for it. We didn't do it. He did. Grace did. Holy Spirit did. He's the one that done. It's a wonderful thing. So we are are chosen. Okay? Number two. Let's go down to verse seven. I'm getting a bit of wind back. No offense. (laughs) (laughs) Verse seven. In whom we have redemption. Been redeemed. To buy by the payment of a to buy by the payment of a price. Right, he paid a price for me. Amen. Now I like to consider my I'm pretty much worthless, but he paid a great price for me. Sure he loved me so much that he paid the most awesome price that anybody could ever pay. Amen. He provided His darling Son to pay my price. Right. I can't get over that. Thank you, Lord. I hope I never get over that. But that's what He did. He paid my redemption price. Redemption. To buy by the payment of a price. Jesus paid our price which we could not pay. Right. Jesus paid our price which we could not pay. And now Jeff Arthur is redeemed by His blood. Love, that's why I'm saved. I'm saved because He chose me. I'm also saved because He redeemed me. If you just take those two, those are priceless. Oh, yeah. I hope tonight that you're redeemed. I hope tonight that you're redeemed. I hope you've trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior. I hope when you look at your life that you see a change in your life whenever you was born again. I hope you see that in you. Number three. Number three. Is, uh, Romans chapter Romans chapter four. Romans chapter four. Romans chapter 4, and we want to look at verse uh, verse 4. It's hard to, it's dangerous when I get around. I love the book of Romans. That's my favorite book. I love the book of Romans. Are you ready? Yeah. Romans 4 says this. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of death. But, that, but to him that worketh not, 
But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. His faith is counted for righteousness. Isn't that a wonderful thing? We're saved by faith. You can't be saved by your works because you can't do enough of them. And by the way, you've already broke the law anyway, so you're, you're out anyhow. The only thing that can save us is His precious grace. And that's how he that's how he saved our that's how he saved our soul. Uh, back to Romans chapter four again. Romans chapter four. Look at verses five through eight again. But to him but to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifies the ungodly, his what? Faith is counted for righteousness. Amen. Hey. How much righteousness does it take to go to heaven? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's not ninety percent or eighty percent. It has to be one hundred percent. And there's only been one person that was a hundred percent righteous, and that's Jesus. Amen. 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 That's why we're saved. That throws out works. That throws out works. Now we have works because we love the Lord. But that throws out, hey, we were not, we're certainly not saved by our deeds. That's why we're saved by grace. We didn't earn it, we didn't deserve it. God opened our old heart and eyes one day and saved our soul and drawed us to Himself. Amen. We've been saved ever since. We've been, we are accepted. That's the third one. Or the fourth one. We are accepted in the blood. We are accepted in the blood. Father said in the Gospels, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Amen. In whom I am well pleased. He's well pleased with who? He's well pleased in His Son. Amen. Well pleased in His Son. That's who He's pleased in. Romans chapter 8, now, verse 17. Romans chapter 8. Here's what we're looking at. We are chosen. Everybody got it? We are chosen. Number two, we are redeemed. We are redeemed. Uh, number three, Romans 4, 5 through 8, we have... Imputed righteousness. Amen. You have imputed righteousness. Yes, sir. Number four. We are accepted in the, in the beloved. It's the only way you can be accepted. Outside the beloved, you'll never be accepted. You can only be accepted in 
in him. Amen. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 8. Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 16 and 17. It says, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are, that we are the children of God. Amen. Can I ask you a question tonight? Do you know that you are a child of God? You know the most precious thing in the world for any person man, woman, boy, or girl, is for them to have everlasting life. Amen. Oh, yeah. Everlasting life is the greatest thing that you'll ever have. How long is everlasting life? It's everlasting. The moment you trust Christ as your Savior, that's what He gives you. He gives you everlasting life. Amen. And we got it. I told you this about... Uh, and my pop passed away here a couple months back. I just absolutely, Brother Stoniker, it surprised me so much. I couldn't cry. I was so settled. I want you to hear it. You know how much I love my father. But I was so settled. I thought, man, He's not going to have to have dialysis. He's not, he's not, he's not going to be hurting anymore. He's going to go off to be with Jesus. He's not going to have any more pain. He's not going to have any more hardships. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I hear I'm sitting there. And my wife would have said, I know she's with me. She said, Jeff, how come you're not crying? <laughs> I know where he's at. There you go. I know he's better. I know he's better. I know I'm going to see him again. Yes. I know he's happy. And I know he's home. Amen. 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 That's a glorious thing. Oh, yeah. Amen. But man, does that hurt today that I found all that out? I know where he's at. Let me ask you, Southern Church, does your family know where you'd be at if you died? Do they know where you're going? I told my boys when they were little, I said, listen now, something there happens to your father, you know I'll be in glory. Don't cry for me, I'll be up there. And I'll see you when you come along. Yeah, that's what I, the way I always looked at and talked to them. I guess the most important thing in the world is that someone have victory over death. Amen. Amen. I got it. Amen. I got. If I die tonight, I go to heaven. Just where I'd go. Yes, right. Yeah, I'd uh, probably not be sad if I went. You know how it carries on. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I know where I'm going. Ask you one time. Do you know where you're going? Do you know you're ready to go up? Do you know you've been born again? Did the, did the profession you made change? Did it change? Was it true? Was it real? Does other people see a change in you, in your conduct? Does the people you work with or the people in, the, in your family see a difference in you? Amen. Right. And there's no difference. Something's wrong with you. I felt I'd get some mad now. I thought we were going to have to go to the field of honor, to be honest with you. It was getting pretty, 
38. And I said, but you've never served the Lord. You never wanted nothing to do with Christ. You never wanted nothing to do with His house. You have no hunger for spiritual things. I'm telling you, when you're born again, you know what the Lord gives you? He gives you a hunger for spiritual things. I don't say you're saved saved by your works. I'm just saying you're different when you're born again. There's going to be a change of conduct in your life when you're born again. That's what He done. Yeah. New creation. New creation. That's what we want. Are you a new creation? It's a wonderful thing. Well, let me close this out. We are chosen. We are redeemed. We have imputed righteousness. We are accepted in the beloved. And we are heirs and joint heirs with Christ. That's what the Lord's done for me. That's what the Lord's done for me. I've enjoyed myself this week. I've had a tremendous time. And being with you, we love you. Oh, I love you so. I really do. Everybody but Don me. Everybody but Don me. Yeah. I'm on record, too. I want you to know. I love you. I love you. But I appreciate you having me up. I do. I love to come up here and preach a little bit and get around you, and, and I enjoy it. I draw strength from you all. I draw strength from you. I like to come up and and uh, watch people carry on. I can go to Stoniker. Watch all of that. So I love you so. I hope the Lord blessed you this evening. Amen. And all Amen. week long, I hope the Holy Spirit takes something and uses it uh, in your life. Nothing further. You come on up.